It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're fixing to have us a good day. This is Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. Zach Blackerby, Michael Papp is here with you. We get more Sal Canella today. I know you're excited. I am. This is uh, the... I guess the funnier half of the interview. It gets out of um, hand quick. Yeah, this is uh, Zach. You split the interview up um, the other day in our office, and I heard you laughing. And I called Zach and I's office. Office. We share a wall. I don't know. We share a wall. And so I'm hauling. I'm like, "What's funny? I like to laugh." And he's like, "Oh, I'm just." Cutting the Sal Canal interview. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Well, you brought up something from uh, back in the day when, uh, when kind of what started during football season. I mean, yeah, one of the yeah times one of the things was like who could win in a fight, Kellen Mond or Sal Canella, and I had totally forgotten all about that. Well, we come for, for a full circle today. Yeah, I asked him about it. <laughs> I asked him if he would win in a fight. <laughs> <laughs> his answer may surprise you yeah it's gonna be awesome and also the disbelief in the question like why in the world why yeah, why Kellen Mond it really took him back <laughs> alright so that interview is coming up in just a moment wanna encourage folks to check out yesterday's show if you didn't hear it so part of what we referenced uh, uh, on today's show makes sense so be sure to check that out and also be sure to tune into the show tomorrow and every day next week we have a six part series part one will be tomorrow Friday and uh, then, of course, you know every every day next week, six part series remembering and telling the story of the 2010 Auburn Tigers. If you listen to the show regularly, you will see some of the the promos, or you'll have heard some of the promos for that. Yeah, and uh, if you listen tomorrow, hopefully you will, and you think to yourself, "Wow, that was so good! How could it get better?" It actually does. It. I think that it gets better each episode. I think so. And so, if you also if you listen and you're like. You know, that wasn't great. It gets better each episode. My favorite may be the Ole Miss episode. I think... Ole Miss yeah. and then the Natty are the two yeah. that are just like, wow, wow. So, yeah, be sure to check um, check all that out. Before we jump into our conversation with Sal Canella, want to give a nod to our friends at Fetch Me. We love Fetch Me. This is pre-recorded. I have probably used Fetch Me to get food delivered to the hospital because once you get in the hospital, they don't let you leave with my wife giving birth. Uh, and all of that. So uh, Fetch Me does do that. And I've probably used them at the, around the time that you're listening to this. Just being honest. <laughs> Just being real. Just because I know myself. I know uh, the people that I can trust. And I can trust the people at Fetch Me. Okay. So there's that. I also love Fetch Me. Perfect. Perfect. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. For people who don't know, you talked a little bit about your work ethic and um, about, you know, if people know your story. Uh, when you were in junior college, uh, you worked as a bouncer uh, yeah. at, at, at a bar. Uh, I also mm-hmm. worked as a bouncer, and I know that uh, at, at the bars here in downtown Auburn, you know, we have crazy stories uh, of yeah. things you kind of have to deal with as a bouncer. Do you have any story that really stands out from your time as a bouncer that is at least a little bit appropriate? 
or not appropriate. It doesn't have to be appropriate. Okay. I mean, okay. So like, I mean, you got you got to take you got to think about it. I'm like an 18 year old kid, like fresh out of high school, moving like across the country. You know, I'm trying. To, I need to get a job. I started working at like Top Golf, and then uh, worked there for like a few months, and then I had to stop just because the the schedules they had for me and football didn't add up. I did like a little internship at like a logistics company. Had no place being there. Like, was not qualified. <laughs> just pulled some strings, got the job. Um, was there for a few months, and then uh, I ended up getting this uh, that gig at the nightclub because one of my uh, roommates he worked at one. So you know, I asked him to hook me up, and he did. Uh, I'm 18 years old. So I'm in there. Uh, with, like, grown men. It's not like a college scene in downtown Scottsdale. I mean, if you go down to Tempe, yeah, you're going to get the more college scene. But, like, there's a lot of, like, grown men, women, you know. Mm-hmm. So it was just a crazy experience. And I don't know any specific stories, but I just know, like, I remember, I mean, there's some cool stuff. I mean, I've seen a million of your favorite artists perform. Like, every Friday they would come in. So I, that was always a plus, but... The amount of fights I would have to break up, and like, you just have to be on your toes at all times, twenty four seven. There would be half the time. I remember um, this one guy trying to. Uh, so I worked like the back gate one night, and this one guy, you know, I see him. I'm kind of eyeing him, but it's, it's packed, and there's like the lines like kind of down the street a little bit. And I'm kind of like seeing this guy like being a little sketchy. So you know, I'm just watching him. I turn my eye, and I see him like walk. Uh, from the side, like, he's walking around to the back. And, like, where the back is, there's, like, no, there's no other bars around there. There's nothing. So I'm, like, kind of, like, keep my eye on him. I see him. And, like, ten minutes later, I see the guy, like, inside. And I'm, like, there's no way he just walked in through the back. I'm, like, there's got, there's someone standing in the back. So I go over there. There's no one standing back there. So I go up to the guy. I kind of confront him. And, like, knowing me, like, I don't know, kind of how the industry works out here. <laughs> I got to hustle for your money at the same time for your side tips. So, you know, I had to, like, I went up to him, you know, kind of broke it down to him how I saw him go back there. I'm like, man, like, I'm going to have to stop unless, you know, you can, you can help me out, you know what I'm saying? And so, you know, he gave me a hefty little tip. And uh, kind of my little story. That happened on occasion a number of times. Okay. You ever punch a guy? No, you're not really allowed to. Oh wow! Okay, I, so I yeah, worked. You're not in, really lost. I mean, you kind of just had to uh, calm the situation down and kind of kick everyone out. There's always officers that uh, gotcha. Uh, oh. Like stayed right outside the bars, so okay. you kind of if there's a fight broke out, you kind of just get everyone outside. So I worked at a bar in downtown Auburn, and there were a couple guys that like. It, it the, basically the rule was like you couldn't throw the first punch, but like yeah. if someone. Yeah, bodies up to you like you can punch them back oh they they would it was like and everyone had each other's backs so you'd get like bartenders jumping the bar to oh, like yeah. go I mean, and yeah I, i've seen i've seen that not when i worked but being out down here yeah i oh my god i've seen that a million times do you ever want somebody uh, to like come where, at you where first like, where, yeah where they disrespect one guy and he throws a punch and then just all jump in on him yeah i mean i've seen that all the time i was never involved in anything like that i mean I'm I'm not a person that like looks for that or anything. I mean, mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to fight me, but um, 
It was, I, I know, I've seen some, I've seen some brutal ones in the streets out here. It's kind of ruthless, but uh, luckily nothing happened with me. Okay, so really fast, I'm gonna tell my my favorite story from when I was working at a bar. When I was right. working at the bar okay. down here, um, we moved one of the bathrooms. We we opened a new men's bathroom and turned the old men's bathroom into another women's bathroom. And so we used right. to have to like throw men out of the women's like drunk guys out of the women's bathroom all the time. Oh. And so one time it's like the wee hours of the morning and there's a really drunk guy who we are like yelling at, don't go into the women's bathroom. And so he goes in anyway, and he starts going to the bathroom, and um, one of the other guys literally goes and grabs him by the shirt and drags him out and throws him out of the bar, and the guy does not stop going to the bathroom until he's all the way outside the bar. Jesus. And then my... I don't know. I feel, I feel like I've seen some stuff like that now a few times. Yeah, that, that was the... I think I've, I've seen some... I'm, I don't know. Auburn's been... Okay, and then my last question about bouncing and, and fighting. Um, do you think <laughs> that you could beat <laughs> Kellen Mond in a fight, the quarterback for Texas A&M? Why, why, why is that a question? Uh, because one time it got posed on one of our shows. I don't remember why. Oh, yeah, we did do yeah, that. And I had your back so hard that you would win this fight and – uh, no, no, do not lie to him. You said Kalamon would beat him. What? Wow. Wow. Yeah, I cannot even. Uh, a quarterback? Yeah, so actually, Sal, couldn't you defend yourself because uh, Michael uh, did I, not have your back that I, day? I don't remember it that way. I totally forgot all about that. That's hilarious. First of all, first of all, inner, what, what would even lean that decision towards him? That's my first thought. Why would why would you even choose him? What 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 attributes does he have that would? Um, isn't he? Ooh, I think I thought he was taller than you are, but now that I am like thinking back on it, you're probably about the same size, right? I don't know. I feel like Sal's bigger than him. I'm I'm probably bigger. Size doesn't matter though. Do you think you could take him? We're going to take that as a yes. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's, you don't have to answer that. That's fine. <laughs> Follow-up question. Hey, all I know is I'm a black belt, and I'm, I take myself. No, oh, you're not. You're a black what? belt? Wait, lead with that, man. What do you mean? You're a, you guys know this. There's been articles about this. Okay, I had no I, I, idea nope, you were totally a black missed belt. This. Okay, totally missed That's this. That's on us. Speaking of articles, in December and January and whatever, when when you first were telling people about your new clothing line, uh, a bunch of people wrote articles with headlines like "the best dressed Auburn Tiger" and "the best dresser on the team." Uh, is that true? Are you the best dresser on the team, or were you? I guess. Yeah, it's not, yeah, yeah. It's not who's second best? If it had to be close, who, um, who's number two? Second best. Uh, I would actually probably, I've, I've said this before, I would give it to uh, uh, J.D. Javar. I get that. Who's the worst? Who's the slobbiest person dress-wise on the team? Yeah. Them, them country boys that, <laughs> I can't even tell you. Man. Is it Spencer Nye? Like, it's Spencer Nye, isn't it? There's a group of them country boys down there that just couldn't put it together. It's Spencer but Nye. This dude time, came out with a... They got their own little swag, though. Little country, little, you know, you know cowboy boots and... You know, the frat tees, you know, that's their own 
flags. So, I mean, they could have it. Well, I mean, Spencer came out play. to a press conference once and he wore pajama pants and like Crocs or something like yep. that. It's got to be. I saw that. that. That's just Spencer being Spencer, honestly. <laughs> I would even, he probably wouldn't even, he probably didn't even think twice about that. For being honest. We call Spencer the Swiss Army Nye. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, I agree. Sweet. I mean, Perfect. that boy's versatile, huh? Perfect. Do you have a nickname? Do I have a nickname? Yeah, or does like does everyone uh, on the team just call you Sal or Nella, or do they have like? Because there are certain guys on the team that you hear players refer to, like Worm or Flash. Um, uh, KJ uh, Britt gets called yeah, downhill. Lot, yeah, people. Hold on, let me think. Let me think for one second. Um, I mean, I get big foul a lot. Um, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, they'll call me like they'll just any form of the word drip. They'll be calling me like big dripper, drippo, the trippiest. Uh, I love it. Stuff like that. Okay. I love that. Okay. I get that. The Big Drip joining us on today's show. That's awesome. Big Big fan. Okay. (laughs) Cool. Well, Sal, thank you so much, man. We kept you a little longer than we thought. Apologies on that. No, you're But, but, man, thank you so much for your time, man. Is is there anything else uh, that that, that, um, that, that we want to promote or anything else you got going on that people people should hear? No, I just want to – the one thing I will say is, you know – it's only a matter of time before everyone kind of sees, you know, what I can fully bring to the table with football. Um, I, I promise I didn't. You saw maybe 10% of really my skill set at Auburn. Um, you know, I did. I love my time at Auburn. Don't get me wrong. Uh, it taught me a lot. It, you know, helped me out a lot. But I know when I get an opportunity at, you know, any team in the NFL that, you know, I'm going to be around for a long time, so just stay tuned. I'm fired up. Thank you so much, man. We really appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Al. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. We're taking a look back at the best year in Auburn football history. This is for all the Tostitos. Listen to our upcoming series, remembering and telling the story of the 2010 Auburn Tigers. All this team does is win. Relive Cam Newton's Heisman run. That was extraordinary. Unbelievable. That kind of run makes you want to strike a pose. That was a Heisman run if I've ever seen one. Auburn's opportunistic defense. That's a safety. Intercepted. He'll run it in. Ball comes loose. Touchdown, Auburn. There's Bynes again. Intercepted. Intercepted in the end zone. And a triple game. All the way from Jordan-Hare Stadium. Glendale, Arizona. Here come the Tigers. Hear the story told by Jason Caldwell, voice of the Auburn Tigers, Andy Burcham, Mike Sveditz, and more. The series will drop mid to late May on Locked On Auburn. It's going to be on, it's going to be on, it's going to be on, and it's going to be insane. Man, how fun was that? That was awesome. That was awesome. 
that, that was, was awesome. awesome. So, yeah, be sure to give Sal Canella some love. He's not done with football. I believe him. He's Me determined. Mm-hmm. He's fired up. And I think if he gets the chance, when he gets the chance, he's going to take advantage of it. Michael, where can people find you and hear you? Follow me on Twitter at CouchPapTato. Follow me on Twitter at ZBlack. Be the show on Twitter at LockedOnAuburn and on Instagram at Auburn Podcast. And please tune in to part one of our docu-series tomorrow right here on Locked On Auburn, remembering and telling the story of the 2010 Auburn Tigers. We will see you then right here on Locked On Auburn. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.